Good day, y'all, and welcome back to our podcast about climate change. What an interesting topic, or not, Isabella? Hi, Pablo. Nice being here. Thanks for the invitation. Well, so let's begin. So we all know most days the news on climate can be tough, carbon dioxide levels reaching new heights, glaciers are melting down even faster than we thought. But here's the good news, there are a lot of smart and committed people working to solve this. And if you need a bit more of information, we're now going to give it to you with this podcast. So we've got this conversation with Isabella that will light a fire inside. Change how you think about the crisis and learn more about what experts are trying to do to change this. So, Isabella, let's start with what you know about what is climate change. Climate change refers to changing all the characteristics that have of a climate nature, such as temperature, humidity, rain, wind, or any other type of meteorological phenomena, but that occurs in prolonged events of times. That is, if you have a change in climate change that changes from one year to another or that changes every two years, for example, the phenomenon of the boy and the girl does not refer to climate change. Climate change is generated throughout greenhouse gas emissions or the reduction of sink of the alterators. That is, the CO2 emissions of methane or CO4 increase more, for example, among the greenhouse gases, this arrives to atmospheres, the atmospheres increases concentration, and this is what generates the greenhouse effect. The greenhouse effect, and what it is, is that normally the temperature is in the earth, the radiations that comes from the sun to the earth reach the earth due to a little rebound and goes back to space. But if the atmosphere is dense enough in the greenhouse gases, Once the solar radiation enters the back in the, of the atmosphere, reaches the Earth, the Earth absorbs a little, the rebounds the rest, and when it's about to go out into space, it cannot leave because it bounces back into the atmosphere. On the other hand, in that same question, the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change defined climate change as a change to the climate directly attributed to human activity that alters the composition of the world atmospheres and at the nature variability of the observed climate to four comparable periods of time, that is to say, long periods of time. Regarding this, it is important to highlight that in the last report, the sixth report of the Governmental Panel on Climate Change defined that climate change is in effect due to human actions. So adding to what you said, since carbon dioxide is released into the air, it generates an increase in greenhouse gases that traps the heat in the atmosphere, causing high temperatures, decreasing the volume of ice, such as glaze, and increasing the levels of the ocean. Therefore, is this problem of climate change caused only by humans, or are there other factors? Also, there are other factors that generate change in the climate, for example volcanic eruptions or also the effect of solar radiations, which is also happening today, which are definitely atmospheric process. That is, caused by humans due to the burning of fossil fuels, deforestation, extensive agriculture, among other industries and action carried out by human beings. We have knowledge that to combat climate change, different strategies have been created. These strategies are divided into two groups, mitigation strategies and adaptation strategies. Mitigation strategies are actions to help reduce the emission of heat-trapping greenhouse gases, for example, adopting renewable energy sources like solar, wind and small hydro. To put in order, 
Isabella, what are the differences between adaptation and mitigation strategies to combat climate change? Strategies to combat climate change are divided into two, or there may be other types that have another meaning, but the most important actions are those of mitigation adaptation. All mitigation actions are actions that help reduce the emission of greenhouse gases that arrive to the atmosphere, and on the other hand, these also increase the sink of greenhouse gases, what are basically, for example, trees that are capable of capturing CO2 from the atmosphere and retain it in their mass. This is mitigation. On the other hand, you have adaptation, which are all the measures that allow the effect that we're already experiencing from a climate change to be avoided in certain ways or that the damage caused by this effect has been reduced as much as possible, including certain benefits that can be generated in certain territories to be taken advantage of. Then mitigation, a produced greenhouse gases or increasing absorption in the same, and adaptation, how to make territories more resilient to be the negative effect of climate change. So, what are some examples of these strategies in South America? In South America, many mitigation and adaptation actions have been carried out. The most common in terms of mitigation are reducing the use of electrical energy source for electricity generations based on fossil fuels, that is, thermoelectric plants or natural gas, and changing those sources of electrical energy for non-conventional renewable energy source. How can it be photovoltaic panels or wind generators that works in the force of the wind that in mitigation? Another form of mitigation is reforestation or caring for the forest because forests allow the accumulation of CO2. Then between the more forests you have, the more CO2 captures you can achieve. With regard to adaptations, there are several measures that can be carried out. For example, climate change causes an increase in sea levels and that can also cause problems with swells or certain increase in the level of the beaches and the sea. They can be generated on some coast stronger breakwaters to avoid these catastrophes. Another is that in the increase in temperature generates a decrease in the ice in mountains and that in turn generates alluvium and adaptation measures. To do that is to stop building at the foot of the mountain or to build a lot more resistant in the area. The ideal is to not do it for when there are floods that can happen more frequently due to climate change, is these areas are not inhabited and will not, with that they don't lose lives. So Isabella, on the one hand, we know that even with the strong mitigation efforts, the climate will continue changing in the next decades, and adaptation to these changes is necessary. On the other hand, adaptation will not be able to eliminate all negative impacts, and mitigation is crucial to limit changes on the climate system. To wind up, both strategies complement each other, and although they present different challenges, the end goal is the same. So, are there some benefits of these strategies to deal with climate change, and which are they? Those types of actions are quickly to reduce the emission of greenhouse gases at the regional level so that the increase in temperatures that already increase from pre-industrial levels even more than 1.1 degrees Celsius did not manage to go up to more than 1.5 and hopefully not more than 2 degrees Celsius with respect to pre-industrial levels because each time each degree that we go up or each tenth of a degree that we go up, it generates that the climate effect, it generates a negative effect on people even more serious. On the other hand, with respect to adaptation, each invest governments invest more in measures adaptations 
and to make them more resilient to all the, these effects and with them have fewer losses in the future. It must be thought of a, f a life insurance in which governments are investing today. It makes cities more resistant, houses more resistant, more appropriate to how the future of the earth is coming. So to get to the bottom of this, are there any relations between climate change and the economy or are they completely different barrels? Climate change actions and the economy are not different tracks since the World Bank has effectively has said that the OECD, several international organizations, that its investment today in climate change is an investment in the future, with a lot of surplus value with an ensured recovery in terms of how much today they invest, how much they will have to invest in 20 more years in climate action. Well, well, so pitifully, we have come to the end of this podcast. Hope you had a great time and you learned a lot listening to it. In addition, thank you very much, Isabella, for your deep and very informative facts. Thank you all for listening and remember, climate change is happening and it's our responsibility to take action. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you.